welcome to a special episode of Things I Used to Lie About. I'm your host, Kate Peterman. I figured since I skipped last week and two weeks before that, I owed you all a nice little bonus episode. So here is that episode. Um, I had, well, first, there's some... Construction happening on a Sunday, which is weird, right? That's weird. People don't normally do construction on Sundays. Do you hear that? You can't answer. The guy sounds like I don't know if anyone who listens to this listens to this watches Parks and Rec. If you don't, what a great show! Maybe check it out. It's over. <laughs> it's been long gone. It's a classic. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not long gone whatever but uh what's his face oh shit come on he's from brooklyn 99 andy samberg woo andy samberg is on an episode and he he's like the out the park outdoor guy uh and he's super super loud i think that's in season two i think it's season two that he comes in but he's like oh blah blah like he's just super fucking loud he just has non-stop an outdoor voice and the guys doing construction outside right now are 100% him. Crazy, super loud, really nice of them to start, um, like, seven this morning, which sucks for me, but definitely sucks for them more. It was daylight savings time, so the clocks jumped ahead an hour, which means all these guys had to be up super fucking early on a Sunday. And I don't know what they're... Hold on. Let me look out the window. I'm going to spy real quick. Okay. They are... Oh, they're fixing electrical wires. Oh, they are right outside my window. You know what's really cool about these guys? is They're really good at communicating with each other. They're loud, but... There, I mean, the one guy up in the, the thing, the, like, bucket that's up in the air on a crane. Maybe it's not a crane. Anyway, he is just calling the shots. I'm, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Somebody has a crush. Hello, sir. I mean, I just, when someone's good at communicating, it is... <laughs> there was a time in my life when I thought that the most attractive specimen was Eminem from 8 Mile. <laughs> and I'm so glad I've gone to therapy. <laughs> because now I'm looking and I'm just like, listen to him communicating what he's thinking in a clear and concise way. What a delight. What a treat in this day and age. Right? It's it's rare. Man, I can't suggest therapy enough. I wish BetterHelp would give me a, a sponsorship so I could recommend it. Um, but I've never used it. But, my friend, you guys know Kelsey. Uh, she used it. She really liked it. Or uses it and really likes it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This isn't about ads. This is about truth. <laughs> fun it's fun we have fun here should i or should i not 
go outside and attempt. No, what am I going to do? He's working. Kate, don't be part of the problem. It's International Women's Day. (sighs) Whatever. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. I just, I can't get over it. It's the communication. Because so much goes unsaid because we're also scared to say it. And that actually ties into why I felt the need to do an extra episode today. Um, Last night I was just, okay. So I've said it before, I've been dancing a lot in my apartment. And part of, I know I've talked about this a lot, whatever, part of eating disorder uh, recovery for me is also my relationship with exercise. And I know that it's important to be active as a human being, um, to let your body move and get your heart rate up. And it's just, it's good for your overall cardiovascular health, um, which is some, which is a way that I've never looked at exercise before. Exercise was always to me a punishment for being bad, basically when bad was, uh, eating. So in recovery, I had a really hard time with my relationship with exercise because I, I still felt like I was punishing myself or it was like penance. Like I was making up for something that I put in my body. And that is kind of how gyms like market themselves or like workout programs market themselves. So it's difficult to navigate that relationship and try to come out with a healthier relationship with exercise. That being said, I had to sort of sort of stop viewing it as exercise and view it more as a release of energy in some form. Uh, and something I've always been like, okay, here we go. Something I've always been scared to do. And I think a lot of people feel this way is to trust myself. And I've talked about this before, but your body is telling you what it wants and what it needs And we just over the years have been programmed to not listen by one thing or another. And I thought about this last night. This is all going to tie together. Pinky promise. Uh, I thought about this last night and I wrote it down so I didn't forget it because I wanted to put it on this episode today. Um, But here's what it is. If your boundaries weren't ever honored and you had to change them in order to survive or get by, it's hard to... It's hard to trust yourself so if if you know growing up you had and I believe everyone is trying their best this isn't like a blame thing but if growing up you your emotions and your feelings ever were translated as being too much for those around you or being a burden to those around you and you had to uh you had to like change your feelings into something else in order to sur- to survive. Like for example, this is a dumb example and it's not something true to my life, but just to like say it in a more clear way, I guess. If say you hate leaving the house on Sundays, you're just like, ah, I like to be home and get myself prepared for the week ahead that's what I like. And then people around you are like, oh, but you should 
come hang out and come do this. This is so nice. You'll feel better. And it's like other people telling you what you need instead of listening to you saying what you need. And then you're like, okay, I guess I'll go do this if it makes everyone else happy. Or in other cases, um, if someone's like super volatile and you have something to bring up, you know, like a, a problem at school or something like that. And you have someone in the house who's like kind of unable to tolerate other feelings because they have a hard time tolerating their own. You sort of learn to talk yourself out of your feelings or to talk yourself, you know, out of out of what you know to be true and make something else true. I feel like if someone has never experienced this, what I'm saying might sound like pure gibberish, but I, I trust that people who know what I'm talking about are getting it right now. So, um, like circling back to my eating disorder, I never knew how to trust myself because I was always like, oh, but every time I've ever put up some sort of boundary, it's, it hasn't been honored. Like it, it, I've been told, no, you don't, that's not how you feel. (laughs) So actually listening to myself is really difficult because I'm like, well, when is someone going to tell me I'm wrong? When is someone, because clearly I'm wrong. I've been wrong my whole life. All of my boundaries have been wrong. But just because someone doesn't honor your boundary doesn't mean it was wrong. It just means that that person is going through something. They have their own stuff because everyone's going through something. And I, I feel like it finally made sense like years after starting therapy. The idea of boundaries made more sense to me last night. Um, how important it is to uphold your boundaries because, you know, part of it is saying no. You know, saying no to things you don't want to do. But then also part of it is an expectation, like a boundary of what you, you won't accept anything less than. Um, you know, the way you want to be treated or how you want to feel or, and and that bleeds into everything, whether it's relationships or your relationship with food or exercise, clothing, the way you express yourself, um, your ability to say what you like out loud. So coming back to the eating disorder stuff in my relationship with exercise, I was having a hard time, like figuring out what that relationship looked like and so I I really genuinely love dancing and I woke up um yesterday morning and I was like I don't want to go out for a walk today but for some reason in my head I thought getting outside and moving around is healthier than staying in and and listening to my body and dancing if I feel like it and the result so far has been that I've been feeling a lot better and a lot happier because I did listen to myself and I was just like, oh, this is a fun song. And I'm getting more done because I'm honoring the needs that I have while they're coming up. But it's so hard to do. And I didn't know why it was so hard to trust myself. And I feel like I got to a point now understanding that when boundaries aren't aren't honored and you have no choice because you're a kid. You know, you have no choice to, to, but to believe that the boundaries were incorrect for, I hate using that word because I don't think any feelings or whatever are right or wrong. Well, that's not true. Um, well, yeah, no, 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 that's not true. Anyway, um, anyway, 
<laughs> so when you're not when you're like wants and needs and restrictions and uh standards aren't met and honored, you have to reevaluate what you think and feel. And that creates judgment around your true feelings. So it's difficult to trust yourself when you sort of just by how you were taught, you your initial feelings are wrong. So I think that is um, a big, a, probably the biggest part for me with an eating disorder and depression is not trusting myself and I think a lot of people have that feeling and I think the worst part and it's why I've talked about um consumerism so much is that that's a that's a weakness that creates this desperate feeling because it's like okay if I can't trust my own like primal instincts then I must be screwed up or I must be broken in some way. And so we think that if we like buy a certain product or an idea, um, that that's going to fix us and we're going to be able to trust ourselves. But the answer, as cheesy as it sounds, is in you right now. You, the only the only roadblock is your um, willingness to hear yourself and to really listen to yourself. Because that fear of, like, I've been in, in recovery for a few years now. And I still, when I get up in the morning, like, when I got up yesterday morning, was just, like, so much judgment around whether or not I was going to go out for a walk and I just could not trust myself that I didn't want to and that it was fine and that my body didn't want to. Like, there was so much judgment about, like, you're just being lazy. Uh, this is why you'll never look like X, Y, or Z. Just so much judgment in comparison instead of just being, like, stopping for a second, being a little bit kinder to myself and trying really hard to listen to what I genuinely wanted to do. Um, because that's another thing with boundaries and standards uh, is that we're allowed to change our minds at any time if that's what we want. But when someone and, you know, when someone doesn't honor our boundaries and then we say, oh, okay, then I guess the boundary isn't correct, then we never actually get to learn if we, like, how we feel when that boundary is honored. So we don't know if we would want to change it. You know, so say, say, like, say a boundary from, from, okay, say you're, like, dating and your boundary is I don't want to have sex on the first date, right? That's your boundary. And it could be put up for any which reason. It could be because you're not comfortable with that other person yet. It could be because, you know, internalized misogyny or internalized sexism. It could be any reason. Doesn't that is for you to figure out? But the truth is, is that as of right now, your truth is that you are not comfortable 
having sex on the first date, right? So if you go on this date and then you start thinking of all of these reasons, like why is my boundary there? What is it really about? Maybe it's something I need to work out in therapy. Maybe this is, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I don't actually not want to have sex. Maybe I've just been told I didn't want to have sex. So I'm going to go ahead and have sex. And then you do. And then afterwards you might not feel so great or you feel great. But usually when you have a boundary and then you don't honor it, you feel not great about it. There's still like judgment surrounding that. Um, And that has nothing to do with how you feel about sex or how you feel about the other person or how you view, you know, when to have sex. It has everything to do with you having a need, a signal that your body's telling you. I don't want to do this or I want to do this. You know, maybe you want to have sex with the person, but you're like, uh, I feel like I might be judged, you know, but you, you, you know, you're worried about how it'll make you look, but your want and need is to be with that. Like you want to take that person home. And so if you don't, then you might be like, I, it's just when you're not, (laughs) honoring the boundaries that you set for yourself or the standards that you set for yourself, it's almost impossible to not have shame and judgment around them when you let go when when you let go of them. Because we can't change whether or not someone else honors our boundaries or our wants and needs, but we can uh we can't control how steadfast we are in our wants and needs. So like this is like sounds silly but even last night you know I've talked I have binge eating disorder I'm in recovery yada 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 broken record. But last night I was I had just had uh dinner. What did I have for dinner last night? Oh. Uh I just had dinner and then Hi Peter, what's wrong? Oh no, tell me more. Come here. Come here. Okay. He's okay. <laughs> he just wants attention. Hi, sweetie. I don't give you the attention yet. You're a good boy. You're great. Okay, actually, he's a he's a monster. Uh, he chewed straight through this light-up tree I have, the wire of it, because it was in his space behind the chair. Thank God it wasn't turned on. He would have been zapped. I think. Actually, I don't know. No, he would have. Right? It was an exposed wire. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, He's fine. Everything's fine. I'll never use that outlet again. Fuck! What was that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I had dinner last night, and I didn't want anything afterwards. But usually, I want something kind of sweet after dinner. And I didn't want it last night. And... I couldn't trust myself not wanting it, which is so crazy. That's like the, a real crazy thing about uh, li- like uh, what's it? intuitive eating because, you know, when you're combating, you can't have this voices in your head. Um, typically, it's like, the you know, you do the opposite thing. So you're like, I can have this if I want it. And so I got, like, last night I didn't want anything sweet, but weirdly my, like, 
eating disorder voice was like, yes, you do. And I just gave in. I was like, I think I do want it. How could I possibly? Like, I didn't trust myself not wanting something sweet after dinner. And then I had these, I had something sweet and I felt so sick to my stomach because I, I, my body was like, no, dude, you don't want that. You know what I mean? Like, it's the judgment around any decision that we just don't trust ourselves. And that's what got me thinking about the boundaries. And I was just like, man, why, like, just really thinking, why is it so fucking hard for me to understand, like, to honor my own boundaries and to trust myself? And that, that's why it's because of a lifetime of not honoring them or having to, to change them in order to help everyone else feel more comfortable being around me down to even like picking what music I put on in the car. You know what I mean? Like I just recently have, have been coming to the realization that (laughs) I mean, obviously people like different types of music, you know, whatever, but I, there are some types of music that I just can't fucking stand. And I'm like, Oh God, I just don't want this on. That's one thing. But then I also, had a really hard time liking the music that I liked because I had judgment around that. Basically, I've had judgment around every single thing that gives me joy, whether it's, you know, music, entertainment, um, sex, food, exercise, um, sleep, just, just A to Z, anything that gave me joy is what uh, I I had so much judgment around like, oh, I shouldn't do that because I bet it's wrong. So that was a realization that I wanted to share because I think that that is something that a lot of people are going through. And that's something that I want to keep in mind now uh, with my <laughs> life um, is what is the, you know, trying to, Trying to catch the judgment before it dictates the action. Uh, So I thought I would pass that uh, goal along if anyone wants to take it up. So yeah, I'm excited to, I mean, I had such a good day today so far. I've been in my pajamas, which is crazy because this isn't something that probably would have not pajamas I'm in like my lounge around the house clothes uh, but this is something that I would have had a lot of judgment about even last week I bet if I like stayed in and I was like oh if I don't get this done if I don't get writing done by this time I'm a fucking loser uh and now I'm like I'm excited it's two it's well it's almost two o'clock it's one forty-five. This is typically where I would get tired and be like, oh, man, the day's basically over. I guess I can't do anything because I didn't finish it early in the day. And so now I'm technically not productive and I'm a big waste of life. Instead of feeling like that, I'm like, oh, I actually have energy right now because I've been listening to my body for the past 24 hours and filling its wants and needs. And now I'm excited after I'm done with this and I upload this, I'm going to go write some stuff. Hi, Peter. Yeah, he's, Peter's like waiting for me to take a nap because it's that time of day. And I don't want to anymore, Peter. Our schedules are changing. 
Let's get at least for today, at least for right now. For right now, that's the other thing is like sometimes right when I have like a new realization or something, it's very all or nothing, and I'm like, if I ever slip up and if I ever go back into old habits, I've failed. But that's not true. Uh, passing that along too, I think a lot of us do that. Um, we're all just trying. We're all just trying, and the whole point is to just be a little bit nicer to yourself and trust yourself because you know, you know so much more than you think you do, than you've been taught you do, and more than like anyone else could say about you. You're your own uh, expert on you, so trust your gut. Basically, is what I'm saying, and. That's a good place to end it, I believe. They are still out there working. Ugh. Still communicating. Still being great communicators. Man, do I want that in a, in a partner. We just don't communicate. And I think, hey, you know what? I think that's why. Because we don't trust ourselves. So we're sort of like, oh, if I say this, it might make that other person go away. And then it's just like, okay. But they either go away because you're being true to yourself or they stay because you're not being true to yourself. So what do you want, you know? I'm saying you, but I'm me. I mean me. I think that's a pretty common common thing. I am nothing if not relatable. Man, I, I really just... Picking up <laughs> what this guy outside is putting down. <laughs> Which is funny because he's putting down um, dangerous wires. Okay, now I'm mm, spinning. Alright, time to TTG, time to go. It's been fun. We have fun here. Oh, effing crapstick. Okay, I forgot to tell you all. I'll link it in the description. But a good friend of mine, Augusta Koch, uh, came out with a record with her new band called Gladdy. And it's so good. I love it so much. I've been listening to it. It's been... Um, I have I think I mentioned this on a different podcast, but I was having a hard time. Like, music wasn't even doing anything for me anymore. I was just... Just very sad. Very depressed. Hi, sweetie. Oh, I love when Peter puts out one little paw. And he just, like, puts it on my hand or something. It's so perfect. Then he bites me, which is annoying. But he's perfect. Hey, yeah. Doesn't even matter, Peter. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Got too excited. Um, fuck. What was I talking about? Oh, music, yes. Um, but anyway, I've been putting that on... Uh, on my Spotify to listen to while I'm writing and it has been just a delight she's so great um she does not know that I'm saying all of this about her but I I just relate to every single song and if you relate to me you will probably relate to this album so check it out it's so good uh god I just Love it. And it's funny because she also, you know, when she put the album out, she mentioned uh, pretty publicly, not pretty publicly, but like she mentioned, like, it's not a secret uh, (laughs) that she was like, this is the most vulnerable 
um, album she's put out. She was super scared to put it out because it is so vulnerable. She had a lot of doubts around it. And uh, it's always great when you see someone have the courage to be that vulnerable and for it to pay off. I mean, it's such a good album. So uh, check her out. I'll put it in the description. And if you're listening on Spotify, this isn't an ad because I don't have ads. You could just pop right over and... <laughs> And listen to it. Anyway, you guys know how to listen to music. Okay, now I'm spiraling. I'm just looking at Peter and he's so cute. I wish you guys could see him. (gasps) Thanks for listening. Hope you got something out of it. Um, Love you. Frickin' bye. Dude. (laughs) One last thing that I wanted to add is that, you know, talking about how everyone... uh, is trying their best. I also think that it's pretty common to not have boundaries met by parents or guardians. And I think it's because they're raising you and they, you, as a parent, you believe you know what's best for your child. So that, it's not a blame thing. It's a, I think that's, we'll all feel that at one point if we ever decide to be parents, basically. Okay. Uh, Thank you.